0: Welcome to the Risk and Repeat podcast, episode number 44. I'm Rob Wright, executive editor of Search Security. And I'm here as usual with my site editor, Peter Lotion. Peter, welcome. Hi, Rob. Peter, we Rob. have been working uh, all week long on the big news of this week, the big news in obviously security, but also the world of politics and government. And we're talking not uh, obviously about None other than the Vault 7 leak of the purported CIA hacking tools that was it, that were leaked by WikiLeaks. Now, uh, yes?
1: They, they didn't leak the tools themselves. They leaked documents. Yes. That
0: yes, and that is a great point. So let's start there. Okay. <laughs> no, that is an important distinction because it's going to get into a lot of sort of nitty-gritty details about what is actually going on. So I believe it was Monday. WikiLeaks came out and said they'd been kind of teasing a, a big announcement and they put out a release with I think several thousand pages of documents. Some of them were duplicates. Some of them are pretty thin. It looks like they were like these are sort of developer level uh, documents, sort of uh, documentation about various zero day exploits involving, well, a number of, of platforms, but most notably Apple's iOS, Google's Android, Windows, uh, some other things in there as well. And these zero days were apparently used by the CIA to do what we don't know exactly. I mean, there's been a lot of speculation that they are used for domestic spying. There's no evidence of that. There's even speculation by WikiLeaks that they're used for (laughs) uh, nearly untraceable or undetectable assassinations. So yeah, I know, head slap. (laughs) So yes, so WikiLeaks put a a press release out uh, on Vault 7, you know, titled CIA Hacking Tools Revealed. And it's, it's a little confusing, as Mike Michael Heller, senior reporter at Search Security, wrote. It's a little confusing to tell what exactly they have and what this means for the CIA. And what was your first reaction when you saw this? Because when I saw this, Peter, I'm looking at, uh, yeah, the number of zero days included in here. I mean, you're, you're talking about um, a couple dozen at least, uh, it looks like. But I thought to myself, well, I guess I maybe expected that. CIA to have more devastating stuff than this, uh, and maybe it's just because I just watched the documentary Zero Days about Stuxnet slash Olympic Games that I just assumed that we would be seeing more stuff, but that was my impression.
1: Well, first off, um, as 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 we look into this and into what's actually been leaked, um, it's not. I mean, I hope that the CIA ha- the CIA has a lot more stuff um, because th- this this stuff has been pretty thin. It's descriptions of, of tools and descriptions of how things are done.
0: Not the actual code. Not but the
1: actual code. I mean, I'm sure. I imagine that if you're very very clever and you dig through all of this stuff, you might be able to find clues that'll lead you to re implementing some of the tools, perhaps. Yeah. But um, uh some of the commentators have have pointed out that this you know it's a lot of this stuff is old a lot of this stuff is out of date um if you if you put it in in the context of the uh shadow brokers who, who also delivered stuff that was kind of old and kind of out of date and if you take it if you take the the uh, the viewpoint that that WikiLeaks is being played or used by uh some foreign intelligence agencies uh, that has been speculated a lot on lately. uh, And I'm talking about Russia. Sure. If if Russia has a lot of good stuff from the CIA and the NSA and whoever else, they're not they're probably going to want to hold on to the really good stuff and give away the crap, the old stuff, the things that have been uh, remediated already, the things that are that are just out of date. Um, On the other hand, some people are saying, "Well, not everybody has the latest gear, and so an Android four point two exploit is going to still be valuable to people that are uh, listening into people that are still carrying those old phones." Those are, you know, those are all valid points. Um, but yeah, if if I'm hold, if I've got a lot of really good stuff, I'm going to give away the stuff, you know, to make a big splash, to make to get attention. But I'm going to hold on to the to the real goodies. Um,
0: and we don't know, we should say we don't know who leaked it or what the motivation was, but there were a couple of clues, and this is rare. I mean, I don't follow WikiLeaks as closely as a lot of other people do, but I, I do rely on on some experts that are more familiar with it than than I am. But it's, it's a little rare for them to even sort of mention anything around where these documents might have uh, uh, come from, because they don't want... To sort of give any hints about who might have been behind a, a leak, uh, but they said that, in the press release, they said the archive appears to have been circulated among former U.S. government hackers and contract uh, and contractors in an unauthorized manner. One of whom has provided WikiLeaks with portions of the archive. Well. Okay, now you're saying I mean and you this was probably something that that uh, I, an intelligent person could have guessed from from reading the documents. It's it's, it's sort of it looks like the, these are you know notes and and uh, descriptions of the vulnerabilities and the tools from developers. So it's not you don't have CIA CIA station chiefs or, or higher ups talking about how they're going to use an exploit to engage in some spying campaign. Uh, so, but the fact that it's former US hackers and contractors, and they talk about, they explicitly say, this is out there in the open with people that do not work at the CIA anymore <laughs> is, uh, is pretty interesting. And the other thing I thought was interesting was, it, it, it's the, the information Mike talked about, this the information in the releases, it's conflicting, it's confusing. I'm going to read from the, the third graph of the release. Uh, quote, recently, the CIA lost control of the majority of its hacking arsenal, including malware viruses, Trojan, Trojan's weaponized zero-day exploits, malware, remote control systems, and associated documentation. This extraordinary collection, which amounts to more than several hundred millions, million lines of code. Well, okay. Well, that's all right. I I don't know that how important that is. I mean, Code but but is, they they didn't release any code. Yeah, they didn't release any code. Uh, gives its possessor the entire hacking capacity of the CIA. Well, just in the sentence before it said the majority of the hacking arsenal. Now they're saying it's much. It, it's the it's the entire hacking capability of the CIA, which is a little strange. Uh, and there's other sort of leaps of logic and and um, suggestions in here. They're talking about the how uh, QNX the. I believe that's BlackBerry, the um, uh, software that's used for onboard computers in, in a lot of uh, modern cars, was on the list of sort of targeted software looking for vulnerabilities. And and at one point, you know, WikiLeaks in the press release says, you know, they could use this for to to potentially hack and 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 commit you know crash a car and and commit an unde- a nearly undetectable assassination. Well, first of all, QNX doesn't control actual vehicle control like the the brakes and acceleration at least it doesn't now maybe it used to. Uh, and second there's no there's nothing in the documentation that says that that's what they were using it for and most of the stuff here seems to be clearly um, designed to for surveillance, for spying, for turning devices into microphones or or surveillance posts, a video or whatever. So
1: or maybe a teddy bear.
0: Yeah. IoT teddy bears, Peter.
1: Right. Which which I so that I wanted to jump in here for a second. The first of all, the CIA is a spying agency. Yes. So given all of this all the stories that we've been covering and reading and writing about IoT things that can be that can and have been exploited by criminals, by script kiddies or young people with more time on their hands and not good, uh, not good values and not good judgment, uh, or however you want to put it. But you know, if if some dirtbag in high school can can hack That's into the can hack into the to the email of the vice president, oh. for example, yeah. or you know, and I'll and you know the whole long list of people that that have been hacked by sure. by people that are not that are that have clearly been demonstrated not to be spies, um, if if those people can be doing that, and if people can make my uh, a child's teddy bear listen in and expose those children, then I, I'm not going to be surprised when I find out that the CIA can do pretty much the same yeah, things. Yeah. Um, so that's number one. It's like, that's what they're, spo- that's their job. That's what they go in every yeah. day and that's what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah, yeah, So then, and then the other point I wanted to make before turning it back over to you is that uh, my understanding is that a lot of these things describe uh, not zero days, not, you know, not crazy uh, hacker uh, uh, fantasy gadgets that can do anything. But basically they describe using uh, uh, not unpatched old flaws uh, to do targeted surveillance, which is, again, that's what the CIA, is. if you join the CIA, that's kind of like what your job description is going to be, that you're going to either be building or using these tools or figuring out, or or, or transcribing all the data that comes in and figuring out what to do with it. Right. So, uh, yeah.
0: And that... And that's where it gets interesting because we we know at this point, and again, this could just be all obfuscation from, you know, the vendors involved, but Apple has already come out and said the majority of the stuff that is described in these documents, not the actual, like the, the, because the code hasn't been released. What's been described, they believe they are, have already taken care of with subsequent patches and updates for iOS. Google said something similar the majority of the stuff that seems to be outlined in these documents has already been addressed. So, how dangerous is this stuff really? You know what I'm You know what I mean? Like it's obviously you mentioned the shadow brokers. When the shadow brokers came out, a lot of that stuff we didn't know about, but it was it was I think it was 2013. I mean, it was a while back. Yeah. This is this is more recent stuff, but on the plus side, I'm seemingly more recent stuff according to, you know, sort of the, the, the dates and what we can tell from the, the documentation involved. It's more recent stuff, but good for them. they the, the vendors are already on top of a lot of this, which is a, a bonus, but it makes, it's, I guess it's sort of, do you feel like it dampens the urgency or the importance of this leak? Because, I mean, obviously WikiLe- WikiLeaks has played this up a lot, I mean, this is... I mean, they, they they say this is a devastating exposure and, uh, you know, there are people out there arguing that it's, it's bigger than the Snowden revelations. I don't know how you can sort of conceivably
1: argue that, but whatever. As far as the importance of this leak, I'm going to... My vote is... It's purely distraction. I mean, um, this it smells Nigel Farage coming out of the Ecuadorian embassy, embassy. Yeah. Julian is probably really tired of sleeping on that couch in the <laughs> embassy he's been there for five TV years TV yeah. room yeah, yeah he's been there for five years in the, and that that fold out bed is probably killing his back um, but clearly there's there, there's some something going on underneath that has nothing to do with whatever these documents are but
0: it's. I know it's hard to escape that feeling here because of of just the the context of what has gone on with the organization, WikiLeaks, and uh, uh, everything that happened in two thousand sixteen, leading up to the presidential election, and then and then after as well. It is interesting though because they had a the, again they they've offered more information about what. Is going on here than they normally do. And they came under fire for, and we wrote a story about this, a lot of outlets wrote a story about it. They came under fire for not disclosing or for, for talking about for sort of revealing the nature of some of these vulnerabilities and these hacking tools, but not disclosing the codes and, and the vulnerabilities to the vendors so that they could be patched. Well, they came out yesterday and you mentioned Assange, Julian Assange came out in a press conference uh, yesterday and said, we're going to work with the vendors. We are going to give them these exploits so that they can patch them and the people can be defended. And, you know, I'm not ready to say, to, to put my full confidence in in this, this pledge, but at the very least, it seems like they are somewhat serious about they know these things need to be patched, and they know that responsible disclosure of vulnerabilities is is important. Uh, but do you feel like that's? I mean, what 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 was your reaction? I was shocked when I heard that. So what was? I thought you guys were. You know, we were talking about this on Slack. I thought you were trolling me. I thought somebody was pulling my leg. <laughs> I, I, oh yeah. I, I, right. I thought, I, I thought, oh that that's very funny. Right. Sure, he said that, but he did
1: apparently yeah that's um and i mean again it, when when you when we get into these things with where we only see a very small part of the story yeah and where it's clear that there's you know you can see the guy behind the curtain moving the levers Kinda, yeah you, you can see the curtain it's flat fluttering and something's happening something's happening behind the scenes yeah behind the scenes that we're not being given the information about but clearly there is somebody staging a show for us and my you know when 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 i heard and uh, then understood what exactly was being said that he's going to share that he's going to do a a response a a coordinated disclosure somehow um, or with uh, a a responsible disclosure but and work with the vendors that, that seems very uncharacteristic. Yeah. And it also seems like a ploy to get on somebody's good side to, yeah. s- to show what a good guy he it,
0: is. It, it, it shows a certain level of caution and um, that they don't normally that they haven't been known for. Well, I sp- mean, they, they've talked about not curating, not censoring, not not uh, redacting any information when they leak something. The documents are the documents, you know. They say well, we're going to put them out as is, and we're not going to touch them in any way. We're not going to manipulate them in any way. But they did redact information in these documents. They took names out. They they did not release the code that they have, so that people couldn't use them. And you know, they they Assange talked about this. He you know, quote from his press conference quote. After considering what we think is the best way to proceed and hearing these calls from some of the manufacturers, we have decided to work with them to give them some exclusive access to the additional technical details we have so that fixes can be developed and pushed out so that people can be secured. So it seems like it sounds, reading it that way, it sounds like, oh, well, we we changed our tune in the past couple days. I don't know if that's true. I think they're probably planning to do this all along because why else sort of hold the code back if you could have
1: right yeah to, to test the waters i yeah, mean it's exactly. like it didn't didn't wasn't he suggesting that if uh, if snowden was pardoned he would give himself up listen and, i mean
0: we he, could we could have a long right. talk about uh, about all the things that that wikileaks has said it was going to do that Assange said he was going to do. I mean, they still have not, they they said in August that they had a copy of the NSA cyber weapons from the Equation Group from the Shadow Brokers dump. They said they had a pristine copy and they still have not released it. Now, I don't know if they, uh, you know, if they're doing some similar redaction or, 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 or whatever, if they're just caught being overly cautious about this because they're, concerned about what's involved. That may be the case. But I'll tell you what, they've ignored every call, every inquiry, every request for an explanation as to why they have not released those, the, the documentation for those cyber weapons that they claim they have. So either they don't have them or something else is going on. But they said they were going to release them and they still haven't. So, I mean, that's that's obviously you know ties in with this as well. So I don't know. But
1: and i don't know either but i kind of once i sort of mentally classify this whole story as a as subterfuge and plotting and 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 paranoia and all this political stuff i i th- i label it and i say okay well let's talk about something else personally and that's right. and that and, and maybe i shouldn't do that but uh, well no, but at that's, the same time, I, I I feel like we don't get any benefit from, you know, from asking these questions because we never get an answer. We, we never reached. get an answer. We we never, if you don't get an answer, you can't get a, a truthful answer from yeah. people. You, eventually, you have to stop listening to them.
0: Do you feel like? Let me ask you a question. Sure. Do you feel like, the because it in, in the initial sort of release and the way that WikiLeaks phrased some of the things in here and what they suggested about Signal, which we didn't mention, mm-hmm. and WhatsApp and. You know, they tweeted the CIA has a way to circumvent the encryption on these apps, and that made it seem like they could crack. They have cracked the apps. They haven't. They have not. They they were and they talk about this in the press release in detail. They say, no, the CIA goes at the device. They root the device. They gain full access to the device so they can get the communications before they go through the app and are encrypted. And that is the way to do it. And everybody that knows about I feel like. That's common knowledge, so it's nothing new. But in the initial sort of release, there was hysteria about this and it's died down, but do you feel like that, that this is, I mean, you already mentioned sort of it's it's sort of a distraction, but w- what was your feeling on the way this was reacted to initially?
1: So the thing is that when when the news hits, so you've got you've got the main you know you've got the the uh, general audience media yep. uh, where they're trying you know where a technical concept doesn't always get uh, reported completely accurately certainly not the first time around um, but then you've also got on Twitter where we listen in and we're we're listening to to some of the top minds in crypto and science uh, and cyber and uh, information systems and and. Security, and they're telling us a totally different thing. And they and they throw their yeah. hands up on Twitter, saying, "Why can't people contact us and talk to us about yeah. the realities?" Because, and, and one of the biggest things that that was called out was this whole question of uh, reporting that the CIA has broken Signal and broken yeah. WhatsApp and, and and broken encryption. When in fact, all they all they do is the same thing that anybody can do. If they have a mind and they have the tools, and the time, and and the in's inclination, which is to, to 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 break into the platform, and then every then you own everything. Yeah. As opposed to breaking encryption, which is a more a more scary, and more right, story, right, obviously. right.
0: That would have been a big story. I feel like again the WikiLeaks presentation of this is. I mean, these are devastating revelations. They're not. I mean, these tools, yeah, of course they have zero days. Uh, and, and shame on them for not, you know, since these were made um, or the descriptions of them were made available and, and now everyone knows that they're circulating amongst former employees. Shame on the CIA for not, not saying, okay, well, instead of holding on to these secretly, maybe we should, now that they're in the wild, now that they're with WikiLeaks and they're going to be God knows where else let's let's contact the vendors. And WikiLeaks, I mean, of all the things that we can say about WikiLeaks, I feel like that move to say, yeah, sure, we'll disclose them to the vendors. We'll work with them. It's the right thing to do. That makes the government look worse than the actual tools themselves do.
1: I, well, so another, another piece of perspective that came up this week was the RAND report about zero days yeah. and the lifetimes. And if the zero days were bought, then their lifetime because that implies that they're they're being sold to multiple buyers. The lifetime of the zero day is actually pretty short. Whereas if, and and the conclusion that they drew was that most zero days don't get found more than once. Yeah. So I can, I can totally see the CIA saying, Hey, we've got these zero days that we've either either developed or that were given to us or we stole. Do we, do we, do we do we do vulnerabilities equities process? or do we, and, and get them fixed because that's, like a, that's the, like a unicorn it doesn't well, exist well so the, the thing yeah. is that once you once you report it once you go through the disclosure it's it's now not it's now not just you holding on to that secret it's a bunch of people and even if 95% of systems were mitigated with uh, patching you still have five percent that are not patched, and and do ninety-five percent of users patch all their software all the time. No, I mean, yeah, it, they don't. so no. so I can see somebody standing in the in the CIA uh, uh, conference room saying, "Look, you know, if we let the if we remediate these, uh, we lose the use of them, but also other uh, bad actors can have can find can start using them against." Yeah. And I mean, not even not even other countries, nation states, but, you know, criminals.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll say this sort of in closing for this this segment, this episode. If. If this if this really is the CIA, CIA's full hacking capability, I know the NSA is taking the lead on cybersecurity, cyber offensive capabilities, tailored access group, all that stuff. But we're talking about the CIA if this is the full extent of the cia's cap uh, hacking capabilities number one that's th- these are severely underwhelming and number two why are they circling what you know cir- circulating through former contractors let alone former employees i mean have we learned nothing post snowden not that i i i'm uh, I, i'm i'm against what snowden did i'm obviously not but yeah, it's go- and it's going to be interesting to see if WikiLeaks actually makes good on its vow to disclose these things and get them patched and, and sort of uh, do the right thing in terms of vulnerability disclosure. But I'm not going to hold my breath, Peter.
1: Nor am I.
0: <laughs> well, I have a feeling we'll be talking about this more as the story continues to develop. But that's sort of the that's the primer for where we are right now. Uh, after the Vault 7 release. So, Peter, thank you for discussing this topic with me. It's always great to talk about you know, the latest leaks and cyber weapons and hysteria with you. Always good to be here and, and to talk to you. Yes, and uh, thank you to all the listeners out there of the Risk and Repeat podcast. We will see you next time.